0: You're listening to the girl next door podcast. I'm Kelsey
1: and I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink and stay a while. Hey neighbor.
0: Hey neighbor. So before we get to what we're sipping, I have a big announcement that I'm excited to share officially on the podcast. Yes. I'm pregnant. Yay! <laughs> it's official. It's official. I shared a couple of weeks ago on my blog. So um, some of our listeners probably already know, but uh, we're making it podcast official tonight. <laughs> uh, we've been pretty sneaky for the mm-hmm. past quite a few episodes um, and made mocktail versions of all of our cocktails for me. Um, and what's been so funny is that as I've kind of like shared my pregnancy news with a lot of family and friends, I was surprised how many people were like, congratulations. And then in the next breath, wait, but you've been drinking all those cocktails (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) How irresponsible of you. I know. And I am, I'm really flattered that they would think that I am so dedicated to the podcast, right, but I would right. continue to drink the cocktails. Or but that they're <laughs> paying that close
1: of attention that they're exactly. listening to said podcast. Exactly. So that's
0: exactly. Um, but no, I have been drinking mocktail, so everyone can um, <laughs> uh, rest assured. But now that we've shared the news, we will be sharing all of the mocktail recipes because yes. um, we've had some really good ones. Yeah.
1: I mean, we, I've, we've tried to you know, looked for ones that have been exactly. not, friendly not for mocktails. Not gin cocktails. tonics. Yeah, there's really just tonic <laughs> if, you, exactly. if you get rid of mm. the gin. So, yeah.
0: Uh, so, anyway, we will be posting those on our website. So, check that out if um, you need a mocktail to sip mm-hmm. on. And so, what about uh, the cocktail and mocktail that we're sipping on this evening?
1: Yeah, this is um, a Cherry Tarragon Fizz. Oh, I and love it's, that name. I know. It just it sounded like I needed to drink it. Mm-hmm. Um and it's adapted from Cider and Rye, one of my new favorite places yep, one of on the favorites. internet. Um, and you just muddle cherries, pits, and all. Um, oh, and, and then the pits. Yeah, she says they actually give it gives it a little almondy flavor. Oh. It's mm. good to know. Um, some fresh tarragon, lime juice, um, and then you add simple syrup, which really is simple. Okay. Friends, if you don't know <laughs> this, I feel like this took me too long in life to figure out. Mm-hmm. Equal parts, sugar and water, boil it. Until it's clear. Until it's clear and it's all dissolved, let it cool down, put it in a bottle, keep it in your fridge forever and ever. How long does it last? Like forever, forever, indefinitely. Oh. I mean, I suppose if you really (laughs) got crazy, but (laughs) so I put it in iced coffee because it um, does, you know, regular sugar granules Mm -hmm. don't really dissolve in iced coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And keep okay. it on hand for cocktails, and okay. or just add to like make like a fresh lemonade.
0: Right, lovely. I should just mix them up when I'm making my hummingbird food. Yes, little for the birds, a little, little for, for me, <laughs> exactly, a <laughs> little
1: for my cocktail. <laughs> and then I have gin in mine, mm-hmm. but you do not. Do but not. you don't have mm-hmm. to have the gin. It's it's kind of like a flavored water, real refreshing. She mm-hmm. says. So then you just strain it over ice and top with club soda. Okay. Cheers.
0: Bright. Cheers.
1: Hmm. It's very good summer you drink yep. too.
0: Light, refreshing, fizzy, mm-hmm. limey, cherryy. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's a tricky one.
0: <laughs> and uh, we're really loving the fruit and herb mixes yes. lately. Mm-hmm. This is really, it's really good. Cider and
1: rye has opened my eyes mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can combine any two fruit and herbs and throw some alcohol in there, and it's good.
0: We should do that. Like I should come up with the fruit and you should come up with the Ooh, herb. Surprise Ooh,
1: surprise cocktail. Su- surprise cocktail. Next time. Okay. I like it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay. So as we get to sipping and settling into these, what is really fun is that both of us are expecting yes. little ones at the same time. Mm-hmm. This It's so awesome. Um, Erica has talked about it on the podcast and shared on her blog that she and Jeremiah are in the process of adopting this year. And it's just so great to be growing our families at the same time right next door Mm -hmm. um, on the same street. Yeah
1: we're catching up with you. Mm -hmm. Yes you are. (laughs) So since we both have preparing for little ones on the brain Mm -hmm. um, we thought we would dedicate this whole episode to talking about all things motherhood and pregnancy and adoption. So to kick it off let's just give an update of where we both are and how things are going. Okay all right so
0: um, I'm currently Sixteen weeks pregnant. I'll be seventeen by the time this airs. So this is going fast. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it is. <laughs> um, yeah. When I was mentioning that to Chris this morning, he was like, "That's almost halfway." Yeah. I was like, Whoa.
1: <laughs> Slow down, buddy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so I'm I'm feeling really good. The first trimester was a little bit rough. I wasn't sick. I but I was totally exhausted. I felt like a complete deadbeat. <laughs> I mean, it, I think it's not just the exhaustion, but I just had zero energy for anything. Like mental is, energy. Oh, even. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it just felt so unlike myself. I like to do things. Yes. I like to accomplish uh-huh. things. So that was a little bit tough. And this time around, it definitely was hard. You know, I was remembering my first pregnancy uh, thinking... Wow, I used to be able to just lay on the couch right. all weekend long right. and if I was tired all weekend that was fine. And now of course we have dash to keep yeah. up with and I He's can't like, just I don't sleep. really care if you're exactly. tired. I can't just lay on the couch. So um that's been a little bit um just interesting, but I am getting my energy back and I I think I might be getting that crazy nesting energy cuz yeah. I have just been like all over the place. Yeah,
1: I will <laughs> say you've definitely turned a corner looking in the outside in because maybe two podcasts ago, uh-huh. you just seemed so tired where I like yeah. felt bad to even be keeping you up to podcast. And was like, by the next one, I was like, do you want a podcast right. during the day? Yeah. Like, And now you're back. Uh, yeah, so I'm feeling I, good. I can tell the difference awesome. for sure. <laughs>
0: um, so the other kind of fun thing, uh, we're not finding out if we're having a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did find out with Dash, but we're going to keep it a surprise for this one. So that's just kind of a fun element, I yeah. guess, of this pregnancy. Yeah. Um, and I have no intuition about these things. No. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not even going to guess or, you know, get attached to one or the other, but right. I do love to hear people's guesses. So yeah. if anyone if anyone out there has some intuition, right? You feel like you know, please let me know. Do you
1: feel like people were mostly right about dash?
0: Oh gosh, now I can't really remember if it was a like i feel like it was like 50 50 really you yeah know, like, like split just like statistically exactly. it should be right exactly That's there funny. wasn't like an overwhelming mm-hmm. that it was going to be one way or the other and i sort of feel like people now are more likely to guess girl since i think just yeah. since we already have a boy yeah. my parents are like well it's going to be a girl I'm right like, well <laughs> it's not really okay. how those things work <laughs> exactly um but I guess let's see what else. Um, we are going to the same midwife practice that we did for Dashiell. I'm planning on having another um, unmedicated birth at the hospital. That's what we did before. And I had a really mm-hmm. great birth experience Um or as great as you can with the most painful (laughs) thing in your life that's not not so much great (laughs) right in hindsight it's such (laughs) a weird thing in hindsight you would be like that was great at the time I definitely would not describe it that way right (laughs) but anyway but I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good about all that and I think ready to do it all again so anyway so uh what about you guys? Like, tell us kind of where you are, and I don't think you've talked um, a lot about, maybe you could kind of give us a little update or kind of background just on how you guys arrived at deciding to grow your family by adopting from 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 the fo- from foster care. Yeah.
1: Well, first of all, the best part about expecting mm-hmm. while you're adopting is that you still get to have cocktails, and yeah. I just will rub that in all day long there because you <laughs> Cause you it's can. my favorite part. <laughs> Do it. Because there's a lot that's, you know... <laughs> A little hard and challenging, and so it really yeah. is lovely to wash that all down with a cocktail mm-hmm. once yeah. in a while. Yeah, be able to go out for uh-huh. a beer with the husband, uh-huh. and but yeah. not that part is not changing. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of nice. <laughs> um, yeah, we got um, an infertility diagnosis probably about a year ago now. Mm-hmm. We'd been trying for casually and then more seriously, mm-hmm. probably for about a year and a half. Okay. Um, and then we're told that basically our only option, given our situation, was to go straight to in vitro. And that mm-hmm. was just something that mm-hmm. neither one of us were comfortable with going in. And we just, yeah. personality-wise and knowing um, that then at the end of that, there's no guarantees. Yeah. And you might still go through the adoption process after mm-hmm. the, afterwards mm-hmm. um, with a lot less I don't know I feel like you're already then more emotionally exhausted and oh, it's yeah. just a lot so mm-hmm. um we had kind of decided very early on that if that was the case we didn't want to go that route mm-hmm. and so started to look into adoption mm-hmm. um well, had, I have always I've told my parents since I was young mm-hmm. I wanted to adopt I had a very good friend growing up that was adopted um it just has always been something I'm kind of fascinated by and just mm-hmm open to just open to like I just always was very interested in it stories about it Mm -hmm. and so it's just kind of neat to see how it's like okay I Mm -hmm. you know there's there's a lot of hard things about that but there are some cool things too that it's something another passion I feel like I get to pursue Mm -hmm. so um we started looking into different kinds and really I didn't even know at the time there's basically three routes you can take and Mm -hmm. they're all very different so Mm -hmm. I had written about this on the blog but you Mm -hmm. can do um International adoption, Mm -hmm. um, domestic infant adoption, which is more like you might see, um, I don't know, I feel like you see more on TV about like the birth mom choosing a family through a private agency and Mm -hmm. things like that. Or you can do what we're doing, which is adopting through the state care system. So we are um, not fostering. Something else that's kind of confusing is you can be just a foster parent, Mm -hmm. just temporarily helping kids. Who need a safe, loving place to transition back home, mm-hmm. or you can be um, a foster to adopt parent where you are fostering with the hopes of potentially adopting at some point, but it's all up in the air. Mm-hmm. Or you can do what we're doing, which is just adopting um, kids who are legally free for adoption and waiting for families in the foster care system. Okay, so that is our route. Mm -hmm. And we decided to do siblings because Mm -hmm. number one, there's such a huge need for sibling, people that are willing to be placed with siblings together. Um, and number two, we just know that this is how we're going to grow our family. So if we, Mm -hmm. if we want one, we know we want more than one. So Mm -hmm. why not just take care of that all at once? Um, and we just, uh, both of us are very close to our siblings and just really Mm -hmm. value that relationship. So Mm -hmm. we think that that's important, um, to, support those kids that are in that situation so so that's kind of how we came to the decision we are in let's see it's funny because we're taking pictures like of our adoption class every week so it's like our equivalent of our baby bump pictures so um, we are, We just finished the seventh week of classes, I think, maybe eighth, but there's 12 weeks altogether.
0: I feel like that's going by really fast. Yes, like 12 that weeks is really going seems fast. Seems like a long time. And I remember you telling me, yeah. you know, okay, we're going to start and we'll finish like at the end of the summer. Like that's kind of like coming
1: up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it feels like it's going really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And there's typically less waiting, uh, depending on your parameters, but there's less waiting in foss to adopt mm-hmm. programs because there's just such a huge need. Yeah. So I feel like it's a little, mm-hmm. it's definitely a little overwhelming because it is going fast. Yeah. So and we so have, so
0: tell us, yeah. So, uh, so you're in the classes mm-hmm. right now. And so then, so you're doing those and then what's the process. So right then there? you're
1: doing those kind of while you're do you do a bunch of paperwork before that starts and kind of get, do all your initial intake stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you, um, do the bulk of the paperwork during the classes. Okay. So they talk about like a home study and a home study is really kind of a collaboration of everything. It's not just a one-time visit. visit. Yeah. So based, I mean, they put quotes even there that you say during class, like it's a whole comprehensive study of you and your family. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you kind of build that as you go. So we have a couple more weeks and then after that, the court has you apply for your certification to adopt, and the court has sixty days here in Arizona at least to certify you. And so within that sixty day period, they have to finish up your home study, your mm-hmm. with your visits. you have interviews as a couple and individually. Mm-hmm. Um we have had references turned in. you guys wrote a reference mm-hmm. for us, which we're so grateful for. It was it kind w- of a lengthy process. I w- think it
0: was an honor to do. no oh, we
1: were we were really grateful. Um, and then. Yeah. Then anytime after that, you are certified and you're on the central adoption registry, they call it. And then they're looking for a match based on. And
0: yeah, because you guys um, kind of fill out uh, kind of a profile or just kind of like this is how we're looking to grow our family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Put things into there.
1: Yeah. So we're thinking right now... um, zero to five, but Mr. Ladd, I was willing to go a little older and Mr. Mm -hmm. Ladd is starting to see that too, I think. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. So it may be expanded even up to as old as seven. Oh, wow. Which is, so that's Mm -hmm. nice because you have, you know, there's more kids then that are obviously available that fit that, you know, Mm -hmm. criteria. So Mm -hmm. yeah, so we'll see. We may have just, mm-hmm. we may like catch right up to you and just go blow on right <laughs> on know, past exactly. and have like a seven and six year old. I'll be know. asking you how <laughs> <I gotta> to <laughs> deal with all this stuff that <laughs> we're like, I don't know. Through. I skipped all that part. <laughs> exactly. So Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at the long and the short of it. I gotcha. Oh, so it's just, it's really exciting. It is. It is. So, um, it definitely feels like there is a lot to do to get ready for uh, little ones. Yes. Like I'm feeling a little crazy about mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. It's exciting, but it's a little overwhelming. Yeah. Um, all the stuff you need to get and preparing yeah. bedrooms and then just also trying to wrap your head around how life is going to change yeah. and, and <laughs> if you're ready or not for that, which mm-hmm. I guess you never really are. Yeah. Um, so I know we've both had kind of a lot of nesting energy lately. Mm-hmm. So we've been starting to prepare bedrooms and make lists and, um, get rid of some things and yeah. all of that. So what are you doing? What are some of your preparations right now for the second baby?
0: Well, um, Let's see. It's definitely something that is very on our minds. Um, It is just a really big difference so far for us, the second baby from the first.
1: Yeah, because you have the stuff, right? Yeah. Like that's got to be huge.
0: it feels really huge. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm actually feeling pretty good. Like you
1: don't have to research strollers and car seats and yes. all. It's like, oh, I know. I know yes. what to do there.
0: And, you know, um, I mean, I'm a planner. As yeah. You know. yeah. I had my big Excel spreadsheet of here are things that can I to Can you send me get. that spreadsheet?
1: <laughs> I can actually. <laughs> I don't know if it'll help me or not, but maybe.
0: I definitely can. <laughs> um, you know, before um, we had Dash and it was... You know, it was really fun because I like Mm -hmm. being organized and planning, but it was overwhelming at the same time because like you said, it was like, okay, a baby stroller. Oh, that's like fun. But then you go to look at it and you're like, how do I choose from these 400 different models and just all that stuff? And I think a lot of it too for me just kind of felt you know, um, different people have recommendations for different things Mm -hmm. and you're just not sure what's going to work well for your baby, for how you're going to parent, for your lifestyle. And so it can just be, you know, and we're very much, I didn't want to buy things we weren't going to use. I wanted to kind of go pretty simple. So it was hard to, you know, just determine what do we really need? What what are the essentials? Yeah. Yeah. And so, now that we've been through it, um, I kind of saw what we liked to have and use. And mm-hmm. and we do mostly already have it.
1: Right. And you saw what didn't work. Like, oh, we got that and it was expensive right. and we never use mm-hmm. it. So exactly. we won't bother with that. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah. So it kind of, it kind of feels pretty good. I think the other thing is that the house is baby proofed mm-hmm. That was a That's little, huge. that was a little daunting thing too. You know, we waited until he was crawling like, yeah, until it yeah. was like, Oh, we have to do that this weekend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got the, you know, the cabinets are protected. The sockets are protected. So, um, that feels, that feels pretty good. But, um, I guess the big things that are on our list, um, We've decided to keep Dashel's room, which is, you know, set up as a baby room, a nursery mm-hmm. for the, this baby. And yeah, we're going to move uh, to a new bedroom. Right.
1: Since you have to do something new yeah. for him soon anyway.
0: Exactly. So we're going to kind of set that up as a toddler room, kind mm-hmm. of a Montessori inspired toddler room. And so, um, so that kind of means moving around some bedrooms. We currently have, um, we have four bedrooms. So there's ours, then there's Daschle's room, and then there was our office and our guest bedroom mm-hmm. so guest bedrooms get in the boot uh-huh <laughs> sorry mom and dad <laughs> 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 And guests. <laughs>
1: um, that's ours is about to change drastically <laughs> too know.
0: so the guest bedroom is going to change to our office mm-hmm. and we will figure out some sort of situation to accommodate guests but it's probably going to be like an air mattress or futon situation, not quite as welcoming (laughs) (laughs) as a bedroom. And then our office is going to become Dashiell's room. So just, you Mm -hmm. know, in our office had kind of become the junk repository. So it was okay. Dealing with all that stuff and goodwill and everything. So anyway, but I think it, it has just kind of kicked us into high gear. We're kind of already on. A tear of simplifying and minimizing our lives, but mm-hmm. I think this just even gives us more motivation for right. that. It's like, okay, our lives are about to become more complicated. Right. We need to simplify as much Where as we, we can. can. Exactly. So it's getting rid of stuff. You know, reorganizing in the garage. Um, just this week, I wrote about it. We actually decided to sell one of our cars. Yeah, huge. <laughs> Hopefully, we haven't taken it too far. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway so I guess just I mean overall I'm you know feeling pretty good oh mm-hmm. and I have one other little note here that um that I think you will like to I bet you're already planning on doing this but I definitely want to stock my freezer with meals again oh yeah you know like a that's month, a, good a idea. month before yes that was just such a helpful thing and just such a comforting thing to be able to take a a just a comforting, already prepared meal out of the freezer. Something decent. Yeah, right. and 30 minutes later right. have a delicious meal and no one had to cook. Yes, so I think so too. That's on my list. So Yeah. Anyway, what
1: about you guys? Oh man, I'm like, okay, add it to my list. I, know, exactly. <laughs> I think what's really hard is that, hard and liberating at the same time, mm-hmm. and I will explain. Mm-hmm. What's hard is that I don't know what age right. my kids are going to be, mm-hmm. and, I, and there's no sort of... or boy or girl. Right, and it's just... I mean, an age range of zero to five even is the needs are drastically different. Oh yeah, Baby gate, no baby gate, Mm -hmm. like crib, toddler bed, regular bed. Like you just, there's really no way to prepare for some of this. So Mm -hmm. it's making me itchy at the same time (laughs) as a little bit liberating because there's only so much I can worry about because I just am going to have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And ideally um, there's at least like a two week transition period where kids you've you've accepted a placement, mm-hmm. and they're slowly transitioning into your home from okay. foster care or wherever they are mm-hmm. um for their sake, but that also gives you time yeah. to okay, I know it's a boy and a girl this age, That's like right. go like they mobilize, they yeah, mm-hmm. um, so I'm trying to focus on doing the research, picking some things out mm-hmm. in various stages like having a stroller picked out if I need one having a car seat gotcha having a crib if I need a crib and then more just like hoping because people can't really give gifts or whatever for a Mm -hmm. shower so like hoping to just utilize some gift cards later Mm -hmm. on and you know, send Jeremiah or send somebody like, okay, go pick that up. Like I need that tomorrow. Or Amazon Prime. Exactly.
0: I think I've never used Amazon so much as when, after you have a child, because then it's like, I do not have time to go out and get this. Like, and like he's putting (laughs)
1: his finger in the socket, like right (laughs) now. So I need them. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And you know, there, there is an I, there must be an Amazon distribution in downtown Phoenix. Cause mm-hmm. I swear the prime should get it here in two days. Yes, we I usually get swear one. I've ordered something in the morning and it is there like the For afternoon sure. when I get home from work. Yes, so it's a anyway, lifesaver it's like same
1: day delivery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm trying to just focus on that, like having things thought through and yeah. picked out, but not necessarily in a panic mm-hmm. to purchase them or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, the other thing I did come across a blog with and it was more, um, she was just fostering, but they said like, what do you even do about making sure you have some things on hand? Because in that situation too, they just may get dropped off in the middle of the night wow, and you yeah. don't know. So she said what she did was check clearance and mm-hmm. rummage sales or consignment or whatever, and just have something, um, an outfit mm-hmm. and a pair of pajamas mm-hmm. for boy or a girl in all of her age ranges mm-hmm. so that no matter what time of day or night they came, Yeah. Cause sometimes they would come in just a diaper and right. like, you just never know. So you mm-hmm. have something mm-hmm. cozy and that fits them to put them in mm-hmm. and it's welcoming to them and mm-hmm. it's less stress for you. And mm-hmm. then you it gives you at least 24 hours to go get a new exactly. outfit. Exactly. So that was really helpful. Plus if we end up, you know, if we get a little one at two mm-hmm. and I've got a couple outfits for three, four five, oh, yeah. then fine, they'll mm-hmm. use them later. So it's mm-hmm. not a total waste either way. Right. Um, and we can always donate or give as gifts things yeah. that we don't use. So
0: you posted a really cute picture the other day yeah. on Instagram of <laughs> my, hitting up my some pants, pants collection. sale. It was so yeah, cute. I found
1: these little cargo pants for boys in like and they were on clearance at Target and I was like I will take one in every mm-hmm, size. So it was mm-hmm. like 18 months to 5T mm-hmm. and then they're just all lined up. Aww. So yeah, that's been kind of fun because it's the kind of stuff that you The little
0: clothes are so fun. Yeah,
1: and you feel like you don't really get to do that and you're mm-hmm. now I'm like, "Oh, I can buy them in all yeah, the sizes. Exactly. So I warned Mr. Ladd that like <laughs> during my target runs, exactly. I will be coming home with a few things. So yeah. that's been kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, I think I'm going to paint the oh, room at okay. least a color. Cause that's not something you would do after you have the kids. Right. Like it's just not going to happen. And so you're so a neutral color.
0: You're going to prepare two, like two separate bedrooms. So a kind of a thing and maybe it'll depend on the kids. Yeah. Maybe they would want to be in one yeah. room or so it's, it's not a requirement that they have, an individual bedroom um, at your
1: house or? It, it is if they are opposite sex past the age of like four, oh, okay. I think. Okay. So I think what I, but one of my rooms is already a little more kid friendly, kind mm-hmm. of set up like where my niece stays when she visits and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I might just leave that one alone for now. Just kind of see. And then um, prepare the other one more. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of debating about that and trying to figure out, but yeah. I do know I want to paint either way. I don't like the color that's in the one room. So mm-hmm. might as well do that now because... Yeah. You know, and we're doing like we're getting we have to get a pool fence for uh-huh. our certification, which we would do anyways. And so we're right. getting estimates on that mm-hmm. and getting like, you know, you have to lock up your medication for the yeah. inspection and all that. So we're buying like the lock boxes and the yeah. stuff for the um cabinets and right. all of that right. kind of stuff. Checking so stuff off the yeah, list. Yeah. Which feels good for mm-hmm. sure. hmm so this is kind of more abstract than having those specific nesting things you need to buy yeah but there's also this aspect of trying just to prepare for life as you know (laughs) it about to change and i know we are really feeling that right now (laughs) yeah we are um so how are you feeling about going from (laughs) being a mom of one to two um
0: i i think so far i'm feeling so far i'm feeling pretty good i i always imagine myself as one day having a family of Mm -hmm. at least two kids Mm -hmm. so I guess in a way it feels you know kind of normal but then even you know sometimes even at the same time it's like I'm like oh my gosh we have a baby like a toddler now and so sometimes it feels very normal and sometimes it feels very surreal right you know like it's like sometimes it feels um you know, Dash's infancy feels very recent. Right. And it's like, like you're just coming uh, out of it's that. It's like we're about to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in yeah. the way that I think we are just busier now. Um, I have less time to think about every single day. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm fifteen weeks and two days. Now oh, I'm totally. 15 weeks and three. I like have to look at my you're app. Like, wait, how I, many yeah. weeks am I? What is happening <laughs> to the weeks? That's what the app on my phone is for. So <laughs> um anyway, but um, you know, there is kind of that sense, like with the stuff, uh, we have done this before. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, so we can do this again. Right. right? Like
1: emotionally feels Mm -hmm. like a little more secure. And
0: and just the things that were a little intimidating before, like I really hadn't changed a diaper before. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I know it's not that hard, but you're just not familiar with it. And so (laughs) just kind of going through all of that, dealing with the, uh, just kind of all that stuff that you, you know, I was reading and reading books, but you, you just can't really know until you do it because your baby is different and how you want to do it is going to be so different. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, it's kind of funny. There've been a few people that when I tell them I'm pregnant, um, people that are parents, they'll be like, so you're going to have two under two. And they literally would be like, you're crazy. (laughs) And then, I, and then I'm kind like, of like,
1: oh, thanks a lot. I, but I'm
0: feeling pretty good. Like I think it's <laughs> going to be okay. And so that kind of makes me like, do we know what we're getting into? Right, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's um, that's a little bit interesting. I mean, this time around, it's definitely going to be interesting. We can't only focus on the baby. We're going to yes. have a toddler. Yes. So they'll kind of be that dynamic, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, kind of how Dash is going to react, and then. Um, I you know, just kind of wonder how it's going to be kind of splitting my attention. Right. I right. don't want him to feel left out, but then of course I want to be able to give this baby right. the same attention that I gave him. So Is there a
1: um I know I've heard some other moms describe it this way mm-hmm. too. Is there this worry initially that like how am I possibly going to know, love another human oh, being like that? Like yeah. I can't even imagine.
0: You know, that's a it's a really interesting thing and I I definitely I can really understand that, but mm-hmm. I think kind of like I mentioned I always it just always knew that I would have more than one baby. Okay. And and even, I even remember thinking like, even when Dash was really, really little and I just like, my heart was overwhelmed with love for Mm -hmm. him. I just, I kind of anticipated feeling that same way about another baby. Okay. I don't know so far that hasn't, been kind of like a worry oh good of mine good. so yeah that is, that is good because I I can totally under, yeah especially I can totally just him understand. being so young like I would exactly I can see I'm where just people like so focused mm-hmm. on them and it just does feel like how can I give any attention or love to mm-hmm. any other mm-hmm. you know um so yeah so far so far okay good. um I think kind of in terms of trying to prepare my life um something I think I did that worked really well is I just had very low expectations in terms of accomplishing things the way I was used to Yes, in those first few months. Yes. I mean, really for the time while I was on maternity leave. So mm-hmm. the 12 weeks, I just thought to myself, okay, you're just going to be focusing on the baby. Mm-hmm. You'll hopefully get to eat some meals and mm-hmm. hopefully you'll get to shower every day. And mm-hmm. that really was it. I didn't think, Oh, I'm going to have 12 weeks off from work. What are things that I can check right. off my to-do list? And I mean, it feels, you know, you hear, Oh babies sleep a lot and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, they do, but it's for like 20 minutes at a time like, yeah. and you have to hold them. And yeah. so there's kind of not that free time. Um, so anyway, I, I just, you know, prepared myself to let everything else yeah. go. Don't worry about the blog. Don't worry about um, making meal plans mm-hmm. and having very organized grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Like just as long as you've got some food in the house and that's where the freezer meals come in. Right. And we had so many friends and family right. bring us meals, just kind of hunker down. Mm-hmm. So I
1: love that. And I love that. I remember that time when d- with Dash and I just yeah. thought that was really good. And I feel like you were the first mom that articulated that Mm -hmm. because we have so much mom guilt and we put so much on ourselves Mm -hmm. to do as a society I feel like Mm -hmm. and for you to just be like no like this is my priority and I'm not going to I'm going to manage my expectations so that I am not feeling like a crazy person and like it really worked like you were just glowing as a new mom and I know it wasn't (laughs) easy for you but yeah you really were happy and enjoying your baby and I think Mm -hmm. that that's what matters and I am like totally taking a page out of your playbook for that. Cause I know it's going to be crazy when, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just, I can't even imagine other than it will be crazy mm-hmm. and total mm-hmm. flip upside down instantly and no easing into it. So yeah. I, I want to do that same thing, mm-hmm. like just hunker down and, yeah. you know, figure yeah. it out. And this is it, this is what we need to worry about. And it won't always be like this. Yeah. That's the other thing about mm-hmm. that. So and I
0: think too, just expecting, you know, I'm not going to be able to do anything. It's going to be totally different than you can really celebrate those small triumphs. Like I was able to make a meal or I just remember one time when Dash was like kind of sleeping and I had some energy, I was able to get in the kitchen and make a recipe. Yeah, I mean, that just... To me, that's very centering. Then it feels centering. like a bonus. Exactly. Like
1: bonus, I brushed my teeth mm-hmm. instead of like, exactly. I'm so gross, I didn't even brush my teeth yesterday. Exactly.
0: Or be like, I could have, I only brushed my teeth right. today. It's like, that was awesome. That was my job great great for the day. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, would, I would really recommend that. So <laughs> I guess maybe just one other thing, I definitely think something that was so hard for us that you can't prepare for was the lack of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nerve-wracking. I mean, because it's it can just be mentally devastating. It's so hard not to have energy, Mm -hmm. especially when there's such high energy demands, when you already have such little time and energy for your partner and for yourself. So um, initially, Chris and I were handling the nights together. Like um, when Dash would wake up, Mm -hmm. like he would change his diaper and then bring him to meet a nurse. So it was kind of like a tag team thing. And that just resulted in both of us being exhausted,
1: right? No, no functional adults. <laughs> no, exactly.
0: And, um, and Chris really didn't handle the li- Like it really affected him. I, I like mean, he wasn't
1: okay at a yeah, certain point. Yeah. yeah.
0: He just, you know, I don't know. I mean, he was doing such an awesome job and doing the best he could, but I don't know. I was just kind of able to roll with it more. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure um, why, but so we've already kind of talked about that this time around, Chris should go sleep on, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. guest bed situation we have, the air mattress, the couch, whatever, just so that he can get some great sleep. I can handle the nights. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really, one person can... One person can handle one infant, generally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> generally speaking. <laughs> yeah. And keep then, it alive
1: at least, right? Yeah.
0: And then that way, when we would do that, he could have energy in the mornings. You know, he would make me breakfast. He mm-hmm. was kind of taking care of the house. Then when our home environment looked tidy and not yeah. chaotic, I felt was able to feel calmer. So
1: Then you could relax during the exactly. day when you were around. Exactly. And
0: not seeing like all these chores I needed mm-hmm. to do. So that was just kind of something interesting that I never would have thought how Mm -hmm. it would break down. It ended Mm -hmm. up working out really well. And so it it feels kind of good having a plan for that, going in it and kind of knowing what our different strengths are. Yeah. Not
1: having to all figure it out mm -hmm. by trial and error again. Like, okay, we know that doesn't work. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So um, I like that. Yeah. So, so what about you guys mentally preparing to be parents? I think that that is like, that's the big jump. The, that's exactly not parents to parents. Like right. after that, adding another kid, it is it's significant, but right. not quite so much. So, um, you guys took a baby moon to Key we West. We did. We <laughs> did. Which is awesome. And so, are there other things on your pre-baby list that you want to enjoy with Jeremiah and just kind of? Yeah. I don't know. How are you guys thinking? And yeah, preparing? that's.
1: I mean, one thing we know that will change. Up travel is going to be a priority to us as a family, but Mm -hmm. we know not for a while afterwards. So we're just trying to spend as much together time as possible. And we've been together so long that it's this dynamic of like, wow, like it's been the two of us for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And that it is, it's like sad to see that go a little bit, even though, you know, it will be a deeper relationship and a new, but it, it is like, so we're trying to celebrate that. We, um, are hoping to squeeze another, you know, at least a weekend trip or two in. Mm -hmm. Um, we, uh, also are just trying to have as many dates as possible and just, you know, things we don't have to think about. Like we know it won't be the case once we have kids, all of that has to be planned, which is fine, but Mm -hmm. the spontaneity is nice Mm -hmm. right now. So we've been trying to, um, after every class, we stop at one of our favorite beer spots now Aww. and get a, get a beer and just kind of process Decompress. because there's a lot to think about in the classes too, which is very much helping us mentally prepare to yeah. what, from what to expect to what our kids have gone through mm-hmm. to, um, just thinking about our own family situations mm-hmm. and how we've dealt with certain things and if we've dealt with certain things or yeah. not. So it's been intense and hard that way, but very, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's been a huge help in preparation mm-hmm. um your encouragement has been amazing actually Aww, and one you so something glad. you said that really I'm trying to hang on to the other day I was having a rough day with it just feeling emotional and um you just said just remember that it's it doesn't take long till you have a new normal like mm-hmm. the the chaos and the disruption is one thing but it's becomes this new normal and mm-hmm. it's deeper and better but it's it takes a little bit and mm-hmm. then that's okay like nothing is permanent mm-hmm. you know so that was really really helpful to me and something I'm trying to keep in mind Aww, so um, and then I just think like I I think overall it will be a huge change but I like the fact that we're a little bit older having kids mm-hmm. I feel like we're already at the point where we want to stay in on a Friday night
0: yep <laughs> and
1: we you know, we like making Sunday pancakes on, mm-hmm. you know, things that like will lend themselves yeah. to that transition a little easier where mm-hmm. I can't imagine when people do have kids at like 21, 22, it's just Kinda gotta a be, different mindset. yeah, even more of a switch. So mm-hmm. I, I think that that has me feeling good. I feel like our relationship is in a great place to have mm-hmm. kids, um, but yeah, it's definitely like the other day, we watched our other neighbor's little guy uh-huh. for a couple hours so they could go to the movies. We're banking babysitting time, yeah, by the way. Like, um, <laughs> hello, remember that time we watched him? <laughs> yep. Um, No, but he was perfect. I mean, he was so great. He's right around Dash's age. Uh-huh. And like, but it was just, we watched him at our house so we could, he could go swimming in the pool. Uh-huh. And it was an eye opener, mm-hmm. like wow, babe, you know, like this is all going to need to be baby proof potentially, mm-hmm. but then we're not even sure if it will be or right, not. And right. like Jeremiah was just looking at me with wide eyes a couple of <laughs> times, like what's he's like, maybe we need to up the age range a little <laughs> <bit."> <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't and everything was going fine. He was no, an angel, totally, but it yeah. was just like, I understand so physically demanding yes. even, mm-hmm. and you can't just, there, there is no, like, you are on 100% yeah, like he of the said time. to me at one point. What do you, I mean, how do you get anything done with a toddler? <laughs> exactly. Like, you don't. <laughs> like, take note, if right. we have a toddler, do not right. expect that it's just to necessarily exactly. be done. So yeah. it was I, just eye-opening that, that way. I think
0: that's something that it, it's, it's, it's just so hard to imagine before you experience it because, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't imagine. I know people would say, oh, like, you know, uh, after they, having a baby some days I couldn't even shower and yeah, it's just and like, like, come on, how, how could you <laughs> not fit <laughs> exactly. in a 10 minute shower? Like exactly. really, how could it be that hard? And, um, and it's, it is just amazing how, demanding mm-hmm. it can be just one thing to another and you're just like oh yeah after i just do this one thing i'm gonna i'm gonna make myself a sandwich And right. four hours later right. you're like wait what what happened yeah. it's now it's time for the next meal and so. i think
1: that age too like the not really verbal yet not yes. really you can't reason with them you no. can't tell them that this is the rule about this mm-hmm. or whatever like it is just all hands on deck yeah. because they you and they don't, you can't, can't, and they're so mobile and so yeah. fast, but they're still a baby in yes. so many ways, which is very hard, I exactly. think.
0: Exactly, and I think for, um, yeah, because um, he's he's the same age as Dash, and. Um, you know they don't do activities right now you don't right, like you set, can't you don't no. like set them up to color and they color for twenty no, minutes. exactly we'll hold the crayon for a minute and then they'll start to chew on it and then and
1: then possibly write on the floor or exactly the walls. Yeah. so
0: it's kind of yeah. like yeah you can't it's not you're not quite to that time yet so it's just like okay we'll do this we'll do this we'll do this so anyway I, I yeah totally but
1: it was just funny because you know I've at least had experience babysitting mm-hmm. with yes. my siblings and, and and kids teaching and, teaching and daycares mm-hmm. and stuff and during I was just like right big eyes like mm-hmm. holy cow yeah. like is this what a one-year-old did? I'm like yeah that's mm-hmm. you know because he just runs around <laughs> exactly. and he like wants to like play and he wants to go up and down the stairs even though he can't quite navigate them <laughs> right. yet exactly. I was like oh, no. so yeah but it was it was an eye-opener mm-hmm. so we've decided we need to babysit more mm-hmm. so date night on us <laughs> okay. anytime all right we will steal your child <laughs> okay. I promise we'll return him alive <laughs> um but yeah so that's kind of how we're kind of how we're preparing ourselves best we awesome. can yeah so what are you feeling most excited about when you think about having a second baby? Oh,
0: um I mean definitely several things. One is just the as even as challenging as it can be the tiny newborn stage. Yeah. Just the So precious. I think just now seeing Dash and seeing how fast he's mm-hmm. changed and how you know, how not like a newborn he already is. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of neat to get to savor that again and maybe appreciate it in a different way. Knowing how,
1: how fast it's going to go. right. Yeah.
0: And just, it's so funny too. just even thinking about like right now when I change Dash's diaper, um, sometimes he lays there very complacently Mm -hmm. and agreeable. And I mean, sometimes he is a twisting, wild animal, you know? And so I was just remembering the other day, I was like, Chris, little babies can't even turn. Yeah. It's just going to lay there. (laughs) It's going to be so easy. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So just even, it's so funny how there'll be, you know, different things that are easier with the newborn and different things that are harder. So it's just kind of interesting to kind of get to compare and contrast, but, um, I mean, I'm I'm so excited to see Dashell with a sibling. Oh
1: man. I mean Me too. Oh my that heart makes is me just excited gonna to burst. You
0: know? So just yeah, just seeing that relationship and then just seeing it grow and seeing what our family dynamic is like. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I just do think um, you know, like even just Five years into the future, things like that, and we're able to do things like mm-hmm. family movie nights and yeah. all go out to when dinner together when they can pay together. attention long enough for yeah, those kind of things. Yeah, just kind of all those family things that we'll get to do. I mean, there are so many fun things that we get to do now, but as they get older and can just enjoy more and more things. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just when we can all walk down to the park together. Yeah, and play. Everyone's the park. actually walking exactly. and staying on the sidewalk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm just so excited about that family dynamic and mm-hmm. their relationship and just the little personality of this new little kid, you know, it'll just be so interesting to see the similarities, um, of Dash or the differences. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's, this is going to be, this baby's going to be its own person. I mean, you you know,
1: (laughs) and it's amazing even within a family, how, (laughs) how different kids can be, right?
0: Exactly. Exactly. So what are you most excited about being a parent and, uh, and having a family?
1: Um, I think, Little things, honestly, I think mm-hmm. about, like, like I said, Sunday pancake breakfast, yeah. Mr. Ladd makes Sunday pancakes yeah. all the time. And, um, we're reading books together. Like I'm oh. already picking out like yeah. books, like chapter books that we mm-hmm. can sit and read Ugh, as a family I'm or, so excited about you know, what too. chair we'll read a book in yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, and then things like holidays and vacations, I feel yeah. like, are just enhanced when you see them oh, through your yeah. kids' eyes. Like they
0: get so much joy out whole of whole another level. Mm-hmm. And I already
1: love holidays, and like yeah, it's like Christmas with kids is going to be off the <laughs> chain at my house. I'm just telling you right now. Oh man! Um, and then I think just on a deeper level, though, this just new love that like yeah. I and it may not be automatic, and it's hard, and there's issue. You know, there's attachment issues and things like that. But like. I know it will come at some point mm-hmm. and like I just I know I can't fathom that until it's here yeah. so I'm excited it's why I wanted to parent in the first place to mm-hmm. um you know there's this whole aspect of life and a kind of love that I don't think you experience until you have kids mm-hmm. and so I'm excited about that part yeah. for sure and just um like seeing Jeremiah as a dad yeah like that to me is just like heart bursting yeah can't even the little glimpses of like with with the little guy we watched the other day I and know. with our nieces, like it's just heart yeah. melting. So mm-hmm. I think that I'm really looking forward to that oh, for sure.
0: That's awesome.
1: So is there anything that you're feeling nervous about on uh. the flip side? I mean, we kind of already talked about some, but what I is, what, what keeps you up at night right I now? I know. <laughs>
0: Well, luckily it's not Dash. He's <laughs> yeah, sleeping. He's great. Sleeping. We got that under <laughs> control. I mean, so maybe the sleep a little bit, but I think I do have that perspective now that I talked about. I mean, we kinda have a plan. We have yes. an action plan and then I do know that eventually it'll be okay. Yes. So that helps. I uh, hopefully that will help. Um but yeah, the I mean just I think within the first year there will definitely some some really hard parts. I think I think back to my transition back to work mm-hmm. was really hard, even mm-hmm. though I was excited to go back to work and, you know, for some reasons it was still just, oh, still just just a hard really thing. Hard. Yeah. It was just really hard. And I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it was one of those mm-hmm. things. It's just like, this is just probably going to suck for yeah. a while. Yeah. And so, yeah. So just kind of going through that, um, again, um, pumping at work and stress, oh, and yeah. stressing about having mm-hmm. enough milk and just all that stuff is kind of like oh man I feel like I just got <laughs> through doing that because you did <laughs> yeah <laughs> so kind of that but um I think like I said just kind of having that perspective that okay it's gonna yeah. be okay and I got through it before so I know that'll it be okay I think the other thing that was definitely hard within the first year that I kind of noticed turning around the first year is just not having the time or energy for myself uh-huh. and and for Chris. Uh-huh. You know, I'm I'm not sure when we first got a babysitter when it it took me a while before it was like, Okay, I feel good about getting a babysitter. Uh-huh. There were there were some some times when we were set to do something. And then I was just like, Chris, I'm just not ready. You yeah. Know? And he yeah. went and did something or found a friend to go or right. something. And it just wasn't ready. And so, um, and you know, that was fine. Like we mm-hmm. both knew, okay, this is mm-hmm. just the stage that we're in.
1: Do you think, do you anticipate some of that being a little easier too now that you do wonder seen dash be okay with the babysitter, yeah. just like that kind of new brand exactly. new mom angst? That...
0: I, I do wonder. And I think maybe so. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that that'll be a really good thing. Yeah. I think that one thing that we found, it was an idea that we got from friends of ours is going on day dates. Mm -hmm. So when the kids are already in daycare, I like that, um, you know, you already have care arranged that your is like part of their routine and consistency. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of used to doing that too. Then take a vacation day from work and Mm -hmm. go out, especially at first, right.
1: When you don't have to worry about that whole other babysitting component, like he's already going to daycare. It's good.
0: And, and it, kind of the like leaving the bedtime routine to someone else is a little stressful but also I've always found bedtime to be a really sweet time and I kind of hate missing it yeah so going out for evening at Uh least in the early months is kind of like Mm -hmm. oh but I just want to put him to bed we just want to be at home
1: (laughs) and I think you're so tired like I think it's taking advantage of when you have (laughs) some sort of energy (laughs) during the day that's a
0: huge component so anyway so um you know, like I said, I, I did try to mentally prepare myself. Like, you know, you're not going to have that time for yourself. And, um, for just spending time with Chris and stuff, but even though I'm mentally prepared for that, it just comes a time where you're just like, "Gosh, I just wish I could yeah. go do something on my own," yeah. or "I just wish Chris Without and I thinking could just exactly this have a mm-hmm. day." So, anyway, but yeah, it'll just be kind of interesting to see how that goes this time. Mm-hmm. But those are kind of the things that mm-hmm. make me a little. Sometimes I'm like, "Oh man, are we ready to?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it'll be fine. Yeah. So, um, so what about you? Is there like? Anything sp- specific that's intimidating <laughs> you about becoming a parent? Um,
1: and I think it's, it can all be very intimidating coming yeah. from this, um, adapting from foster care. You know, we know our kids have come from a rough situation, no matter what, or they wouldn't yeah. be right. available for adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're okay with that and, and willing to take that on. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think just not knowing how bad yeah. that aspect of it's going to be and right. how, um, how their adjustments going to go? Because mm-hmm. you know it's very easy to be like, "Oh, I'm excited, I'm expecting," but for me this is, is a happy thing. Yeah. For them, it's not necessarily a happy thing, right. or it won't be at first. Right. I mean, they're being taken from something that they're somewhat familiar with, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just that's that's a hard thing to just not know how yeah. intense that's going to be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, not knowing it could be fine, and I could be worrying about, yeah, you know, and and we're fully prepared with you know, wanting to do counseling and therapy Mm -hmm. and reaching out for help when we need it and for our kids. So support
0: ready. Yeah. And And
1: so I'm I'm just trying to be like, well, I if we need the help, we're taking mm -hmm. it and we probably will. And that's fine. And Mm -hmm. so I'm trying not to worry too much about that because that can look very different with each individual child. Exactly. Um I think something else that's a little mm, I don't know if the word is worrying as much, but I feel a little bit defensive already of my Mm -hmm, kids mm -hmm. because they'll be adopted because they potentially will we will potentially be an interracial family Mm -hmm. um because it's just a unique situation I feel this like mama bear defensiveness for them a little bit that they have to deal with you know people asking questions or potentially Mm -hmm. staring or or potentially treating them different and so I just um I just am trying to find some and do lots of research and educate myself on graceful ways to handle that. Mm -hmm. And, um, to not be taking those kind of things personally, but to be an advocate and be an Mm -hmm. educator for other people. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so that part of it, it makes me a little nervous, but that, I don't even think the word is nervous. It's like on edge, like Mm -hmm. a little ready to pounce. And so I'm trying to find healthier ways (laughs) to like process that. Um, and again, that may not be a huge issue like it just depends but being aware of those things is is the kind of stuff that kind of keeps you up at night yeah so yeah kind of all of it feels a little overwhelming right Mm -hmm. now but then other days I'm just like like we talked about behavior management the other day and Mm -hmm. it was all stuff I was familiar with Mm -hmm. as a teacher and I know that they will still frustrate me because they still frustrated me as a teacher but it was like okay I know what to do when a kid does that yeah you know, or I have some, yeah, I have some things in my toolbox. I have some strategies and I feel comfortable using them and I have used them before. And so like, to me, that feels like a strength and feels like something I kind of Mm -hmm. rely on, you know, and Jeremiah's like, well, I'm relying (laughs) on you there. So teach me your ways. So it's, It's yeah. So it's kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. like anything, there's hard parts and there's parts that you feel excited about. Yeah, I know. So I thought it would be fun to share a couple current obsessions. Okay. All right. So I thought we could share um our current obsession as a mama to be. You're already a mama, but as a mama to be of two. Um and then I think kids have a lot of funny obsessions sometimes so I yeah. thought it would be fun to share what we were obsessed with as kids okay. maybe even for you what Dashiell's currently obsessed with. Ooh. I sprung that one on you Ooh, but yeah, maybe you did. maybe but he's I, got a good one.
0: Yes, but I I I can't think of something. I just thought of it now. Nice. So, I like it.
1: So what do you think? What what is your current mom to be obsession?
0: Okay. Um this is something that I I guess I'm thinking about a lot and I hope to sort of turn it into a reality obsession, but I've decided that I need to make a quilt for oh. each of my children.
1: Okay. It's a goal.
0: Yes. Um, before the second baby is born, I, I don't, I didn't sew anything for Dashiell before he was born. Uh, one of my very best girlfriends sewed him a blanket.
1: Oh, he does have, is that the one he's always like you yes. have a lot of pictures of him on? Yeah. That mm-hmm. is a precious blanket. Um,
0: so, Um, so I did have some handmade goods, but I just, um, you know, I, I aspire to be crafty Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I should make, you know, something Mm -hmm. for my children. And then of course, if I'm going to sew something for the baby, I want to sew something for Dashiell. Right. right. (laughs) So I've got two quilts on my list. Uh Um, so anyway, I've just been, you know, looking at blogs and pinning things to Pinterest and just kind of, I, I need just a little push to just get me to start. Mm -hmm. Um, and as I look at the calendar, I'm like, well, I, well, I've never made a quilt before, so I probably should start (laughs) sooner than later. (laughs) And I've got two of them to make. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, that's something that is just kind of, I'm thinking about a lot and just kind of like, okay, I got to do this. So anyway, that's, yeah, that's for me. That's cool. What about you?
1: Um, I am just obsessed with, and literally losing sleep over, (laughs) Like their rooms oh, because yeah. I, I think know. this is something so hard for me because I I am very intentional about my house. I love to decorate. I love yeah. to create a space and yeah. I just, there's only so much I know to right. create. And so I'm just like, I'm pinning things yeah. and I'm, which is good. Like I'm just starting to think creatively about it and I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm enjoying the challenge. Like, mm-hmm. okay, how could we do this spending as little amount of money as possible, right. keeping it as flexible as possible. Yes. But
0: creating a welcoming and, space.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and fulfilling that need to like create that space for right. my kids. So, yeah. um, and you want, know, it's part of the inspection. Like they want to see the room, which again, I don't think has to, they're not inspecting the cuteness exactly. factor, <laughs> but I just, I just feel like I want to have it done. Yeah. And so, or as done as it can be. So I'm a little obsessed. I'm pinning multiple Kids' rooms on Pinterest. I love
0: it because it's giving me ideas I know, for special like rooms. That's people great. are like, well, <laughs> "This
1: lady is clearly having some kids pretty soon." So, um, yeah, that's my current okay. current nesting obsession. Okay. I think. <laughs> so, what about as a child yourself? What were you obsessed with as okay.
0: a kid? Okay, I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't think of anything really funny. You know what I thought would be funny? We should ask both of our moms.
1: We should. what they we would should. say
0: for us. We can share it um, on another one, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm just going to say I was obsessed with being outside and playing outside. Uh My parents um, still live at the same house and they have a really big property. And while I was growing up, there was an old barn Mm -hmm. kind of between um, we had a really big backyard and then we had a back wooded lot. Mm -hmm. And so that was just I mean Paradise for oh, a kid. Yeah. Right? I yeah. just feel like I remember getting home from school, going straight out the back door and just until dinner being in the barn, just pretending whatever stories yep. Yep. I had in my little head. So that's just the biggest thing that stands out for me. Um I was very into my little pony.
1: Oh, there you had a pony phase, huh? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh,
0: for sure. Oh man. <laughs> it was pony more than a phase <laughs> into the horse. I mean, yeah. I mean, doesn't every Did girl you wear a
1: horse t-shirt ever? This is what I want to know.
0: Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I think this will not be appearing on our blog, <laughs> but I can share it with you, Erica. I'll have to like dig it up. I'm pretty sure my fourth or fifth grade picture I'm wearing oh. said horse shirt like so in an official
1: school picture yep that's yep. amazing
0: and it's like the awesome I don't even know how to call it but kind of like you know it's not like <laughs> opaque it's kind of like a little see-through Those oh, like, like pink and blue they're definitely like, like a little galloping, misty. Acr- yeah galloping across <laughs> the shirt and it's like I think at that time you know, this was what, the early 90s or mid 90s? I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I feel like the style early, I was not stylish. Maybe it was just Kelsey <laughs> style, was wearing things like three sizes too big. Oh, totally. So it was yeah. huge. And yeah. Anyway. Did you maybe so wear it with bad. purple
1: jeans or something like that? Ooh,
0: I don't think I was that cool, but maybe <laughs> I had one of those little like t shirt tail.
1: Oh things. yeah, the little like hooks that you could make, it, you could uh-huh. like tighten the back yeah. of, or side of your yeah, shirt. Yeah,
0: exactly. So make probably,
1: like a shirt side ponytail. Probably one of those. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. <laughs> so what about you? Childhood obsession. So
1: I was, if you asked my mom, this is what she would say. Okay. I was obsessed with being a teacher. Like I've always oh. wanted to be a teacher. And so my obsession then was, I. I mean, I would like pilfer chalk from school <gasps> and write, and I would play school with my little sister, Uh and I was the teacher always, of course, and I would, like, write on my bedroom walls with the chalk, pretending it was the chalkboard, and you couldn't quite see it until it was lots of layers. So, like, our walls were, like, an off-white, and I would use yellow or white chalk, and (laughs) so you couldn't see it until I'd been doing it for a really long time. And then my mom would, you know, of course, was like, Erica, like, (laughs) what are you doing? And I got in trouble, and I'd have to, like, wash down all the walls, and then I'd do it again. I was so obsessed, because it was like this, I just loved my teachers, I loved school Aww. and to me I was always in like a bit of a trance when they were at the board like uh-huh. you know and that was the days of all chalkboards right. and so it was like that is just a very teacherly thing to that do so funny so my mom laughs like why didn't I just buy you a chalkboard right. like
0: <laughs> been they're so not that easy. expensive
1: I could have put it under the Christmas tree and you would have been thrilled oh but I gosh. didn't so pay attention to your kids passions uh-huh, because exactly they could actually go somewhere. Uh-huh.
0: That's awesome. So that was my obsession. That is awesome. What about Dashell? Does he have a current oh, okay. obsession? Yes, I can, I, can tell, I can tell you what it is. Um, it is this little, it's so funny, it's this little wind-up bee mm-hmm. that, you know, you wind it and mm-hmm. then it, like, buzzes and, like, yeah. goes all around. Well, my parents brought it for him when they visited recently. Mm-hmm. I feel like they always find such funny little It's, the,
1: it's a little chip kid present. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Total chip kid present. The
0: giver of the tiny baby. <laughs> Exactly. Maybe. This is exactly the kind of little trinket he loves to bring. <laughs> so anyway, they brought it for him. And the thing is, he is scared of it, but <laughs> so intrigued all at the same time. It hurts so good. And so what That's he'll so do, funny. it's um, in this little basket that we have in the great room and he'll go over to the basket and he'll just be standing over and pointing, duh duh and he he wants you to come over and get it out like it's, he doesn't want to touch it exactly he doesn't want to touch it because he knows it vibrates and then you get it out and show it to him and he gets real excited he's like duh, duh. and he points on the coffee table where he wants you to wind it up and put it
1: but he does not want to touch he doesn't it doesn't want
0: to have anything to do with it. or it'll be really cute or he'll like plunk himself down sit down and then point right in front of him oh, where he wants so you to cute. put it so He's very interested and very specific about what he wants the bee to do, but right. he doesn't actually want to <laughs> hold it. <laughs> it's so really... cute. So I think it's one of those things that it's like, is like so scary, but you're so intrigued. Yeah. You like know? when you're
1: little and you're a little bit scared of like puppies or kittens, yes. but you also really love them. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And that's kind of how he feels <laughs> about animals too. So anyway, yeah, that's what he's really into the wind up bee.
1: That's cute. <laughs> you have to get a picture for, for yes, posterity okay. of him with his wind up <laughs> <Okay>. bee. <laughs> So let's talk some neighborhood news. Yeah, let's do. We, it's definitely monsoon season. Yes. Which for, okay. Do you get like crazy text messages or Facebook messages asking if you're okay if somebody sees on the news about like, okay. So being from the Midwest, I have gotten a couple of like kind of semi-frantic text messages. Like we saw on the news that there was a haboob. Which is just a fancy word for a dust storm, an inappropriate fancy word at that. But, you know, the images look very, like, daunting, like this huge. But really, it's just a lot of dust blowing around. It's nothing crazy. It's fine. So every time, like, it makes national news, (laughs) I get some sort of message from somebody asking, is everything okay at your house? And I'm like, it's not a tornado. It's not a hurricane. It's not a mudslide. No, and even monsoon sounds more intimidating than it is. It's just like an a, hour where it might rain for a while a, yeah, or like a or 20, 20 minutes. 20 minute rainstorm. Yeah. It's not that it's not that crazy. It does get windy, but <laughs> right. it's like regular thunderstorm windy yeah, like i feel most like the
0: that'll happen like your chairs will blow yeah. over or actually okay, actually sometimes trees do blow over. Yes. Because so. and and i
1: also feel like it looks worse here because we don't have big sturdy oak trees. They're like exactly. spindly and so and palm trees and so they blow more in exactly. the wind, do you know what i mean? Yes. They bend and, more. And
0: i feel like sometimes here the trees if they aren't watered appropriately yes like they need to be watered um very little but for a long time so they form deep roots yes and a lot of people will just like water them like they water the lawn so anyway they'll have shallow roots and they'll just be more likely to blow over and so anyway yeah uh something that's really funny about that so yeah so we have this monsoon season in the summer which um and actually a winter one too it's so weird so many things about arizona that are yeah do they call it the monsoon in the winter I think they do. Do they? They call it a winter monsoon season. Because, like,
1: the news is very excited right now to have some weather to talk about. Exactly. Like, the weathermen are earning their paycheck this (laughs) time. I mean, it's
0: exciting for us, too. Like, (laughs) it's something other than just blue, hot skies. It is really exciting. But when I first moved here, um, I remember, you know, I was just kind of learning about these weather phenomena and it was like a monsoon season. What? Like mm-hmm. I think that's only in like India. Yeah. Like a typhoon type <laughs> exactly. thing, right? Yeah. But anyway, um, I think we were talking to my mother in law and she was saying, Oh yeah, and the newspaper was saying that, you know, these haboobs can come through and I was like haboob like what is that like she is not remembering that word correctly like there is no way it's called a (laughs) haboob
1: totally called a haboob
0: but yeah it is Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) so it's very alarming to the rest of the country
0: yeah it is but it's exciting for us yes (laughs) it's something
1: um what okay so tell me give me an update on the awkward neighbor conversation that you needed to have
0: i have a partial success to share okay we accomplished the conversation with the Saw Guy. Oh, behind us. So we needed to talk to him about getting his this really tall tree trimmed mm-hmm. that was kind of overtopping some of our trees.
1: I'm I'm following your lead because we need the you same. You need to have the same thing, Well, yes.
0: this is promising for you as well. <laughs> so actually, what happened? Chris actually took the lead on this. Nice. I had kind of thought that I. Yeah,
1: you had divvied it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um.
0: So we were out. We were actually grilling, and our grill is next to the the block fence mm-hmm. where their houses on the other side and anyway saw guy was out mowing the lawn mm-hmm. it was so funny like i kind of saw chris like moving towards the fence <laughs> towards the wall and i mean he this guy is definitely mowing his lawn like i can hear the lawn more. and i'm like what are you doing and he was like oh i'm just gonna talk to him and i'm like this is not a convenient time to <laughs> talk like with him flag him down yeah i was <laughs> like he's in the middle of a chore like let him do this but for whatever reason he felt very compelled and he and he just and went for it yeah and he was like what's his name again and i was like oh gosh like i'm not sure i told him what i thought his name was uh-huh. and then so he starts like shouting that
1: and like <laughs> waving his arm <laughs> was he right was that his name luckily he was okay, right. okay good okay <laughs> he good. was right so anyway he wasn't like saw guy <laughs> i know <laughs>
0: um so anyway he stopped mowing his lawn to talk to chris And um, this guy, by the way, you probably noticed he's very tall. He is
1: because it's really (laughs) awkward when they trim their trees and all of a sudden he can see right at like, look me right in the eye.
0: (laughs) Maybe we've talked about this before, but like, if I want to talk to you guys over your fence, I kind of have to like stand on this little low wall that we have or definitely be on my tiptoes. And then still I can like kind of just see your face. I mean, this guy's whole head is over and Chris Chris is like standing up on the (laughs) fence and he's just like looking eye to eye with (laughs) Chris. and I'm like in the background anyway but Chris mentioned um you know we talked to this arborist and they mentioned that the tree kind of needs to be trimmed back so what do you kind of think about that he was saying it might cost like around 100 bucks and we kind of he'd kind of like okay I'll just kind of throw it out there and yeah. if he mentions like oh we can split it or right or more just like what do you
1: think kind of a thing exactly okay.
0: you know whatever um but he was just like, "Oh yeah, we've been happy to do that, and give me his number, and I think um, that sounds like a fair price." And so, anyway, he was like, "Yeah, w- essentially, we'll take care of it." Oh,
1: he's paying for it
0: exactly because it's his tree. I mean, that's I mean, you wouldn't have to. That's but what I think.
1: I don't know. That's what I. I think. think that's what you should offer as a. I see. Good neighbor. Right.
0: That's how I feel. But um, I could
1: understand if people were like,
0: well, yeah. See, my dad, who is a realtor, so it seems like, um, you know, he should kind of know how these things work. He was saying, if it's over your property line, it's your responsibility. And I mean, I guess. See, and I had
1: always heard it was your right to do it if it was over your property line, but not necessarily your responsibility. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I agree. But anyway, yeah. so Saw Guy is a very good neighbor. And Excellent. they definitely deserve a baked good now. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, okay. And I mean, they haven't done it yet. So maybe, too, I can kind of use that as like, hey, remember how you said you were going to thank you so much. I just wanted to bring you these brownies. Oh, like a confirmation. Confirmation brownies. They'll kind of be reminded like, oh, yeah, we wanted to do
1: that. That's a great idea. <laughs> you know? Because now you've just passed the ball to them, right? Like they're going to take care of it? Is that uh, what yes, essentially? Yes.
0: And she got Chris's phone number and said he would call um we said we would give him the number of the arborist awesome because since he did such a great job and and he also mentioned too which you'll be interested in like oh yeah we need to get that big tree yes. pointed towards your part That's of the, the one yard
1: that so, drops things in our pool yeah it's a, they have it's a some, doozy have some
0: really huge which trees. i love like i always want to be nice to those
1: trees because we have a lot of good shade in our backyard and as a privacy. result yes mm-hmm. other than when he trims them and he looks me dead in the eye <laughs> when i have a swimsuit on <laughs> Hey it's there, very neighbor. awkward. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. Okay, so maybe we should get in on that and contact him before mm-hmm. he calls the arborist and be like, well, while you're at it, exactly. Trim okay. a little bit. Are oh, you trimming nails so anyway, too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how about our how about our uh, um, false alarm? Or our <laughs> I don't even, I think it was more like false hope actually the other day. I think it
0: was. So, okay, let's, this was a few weeks ago now, so I'm trying to trace, um, trace my memory.
1: So we had talked about on the podcast, just how we have some kind of unsavory neighbors. Just some
0: kind of drama.
1: There's just un- drama. Unnecessary drama. Some, yes.
0: Some yelling. Lots
1: of coming and going. Some
0: yelling, some laundry, some just kind yes. of people loitering on the street corner with right. a paint bucket. Just right. Like what's <laughs>
1: happening. <laughs> yeah. So... The other day, there was a huge U-Haul, oh, yeah. like the full-size U-Haul mm-hmm. in front of their house. And we were like, victory, <laughs> they're moving. And so we were texting each other, like, I think it was the weekend. And so we yeah. were like, have you seen, have you looked across right, the street? Right. Like we were doing this whole thing. And something became a little bit troubling because we realized there wasn't actually a whole lot of things going into said U-Haul. Exactly. or it was coming just out. kind
0: of a U-Haul parked in front. Yeah, <laughs> there was
1: like some half-hearted in and out of the Uh u-haul but it just didn't seem like a full-on mobilized effort to move yeah right and sure enough it was not (laughs) so i don't know they have maybe an older daughter living with them and if she was just moving some things out but i'm like why the big truck i don't know and i just don't understand anything he does ever or they do which he speaking of he i forgot to tell you this tell me he was outside with his Bluetooth on all the time. Have yes. we talked about how he wears the Bluetooth all the time? <laughs> I don't know, if and I don't know who he's talking to ever. <laughs> oh. One of those people that's super important and has a Bluetooth in uh-huh. at all times uh-huh. um, was also, first of all, wiping down. He's always doing something with his cars, but his cars never actually like look nice. Mm-hmm. But he's doing something with okay. them. Okay. So in the driveway, he was had paper towel and Windex and was wiping down the windows, and uh-huh. I thought, okay. Not the easiest way to do that, but all right. right. The out, right. you know the exterior of the windows, then proceeded to wipe down the entire car with Windex, with Windex. and paper <laughs> towel. Yeah. So clearly, whatever's <laughs> going on on the Bluetooth is not that important because he needs to find useless ways to up you know occupy his time. Yeah. That is
0: an interesting. I just way sat to wash there and car. watched
1: because I was like, number one, it's one hundred eight outside right now. <laughs> like I don't really know why you're even out there.
0: Oh my goodness. And number
1: two, I just. Don't feel like that's a real efficient way to wash your
0: car. No. Windex with paper towels. Uh Mm -hmm. That is very interesting. So I don't even know
1: what to nickname those friends. We need to think of something. I'm not sure either. But when we do, we'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're, They're interesting. It's an interesting crew over there.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: All a- right. Any, well,
0: anything else going on in the neighborhood? I don't think so.
1: Do you have anything other neighborhood news? Mm, nope. I think that's it. I think that's all we have. Thank you so much for listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes where you can subscribe. And we'd love if you could leave us a review. That helps other people find our show. And we like when you say nice things about us. Yay. Um, you can also always email us at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com and we are high girls next door on Twitter. You can also check out our blog where we have all of our episodes and show notes, uh girlnextdoorpodcast.com and we'll have the mocktail recipes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll catch you up with our secret yep. mocktails that <laughs> Kelsey has been drinking because yep. they have been tasty too.
0: Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly.
1: I can't stop. (laughs) Oh boy. Can't stop. Won't stop.